Welcome to No Shame, episode 114. So, um, from isolation or social distancing, I don't, I've lost uh, the, the cue of the words now, but um, this is a bit of a mad situation, isn't it? We didn't get a guest in this week because it's just, I don't know, I've been ringing Robin and, and messaging Robin, did you see this? Did you see that? <laughs> and I'm running out of people, so um, I was thinking that the, the, the podcast would be a really good way of me being able to explain my view of what's going down um, what we've been doing through it um, how serious I think it is and, and some of the numbers so um, I hope you enjoy this hope everyone's getting on alright out there as well and not killing each other in the house because I'm nearly yeah I'm, I'm, I'm hopping off the walls I am <laughs> um, I think Seamus has figured out how to get how to get a chase even easier. He goes over, knocks over the brickets, gets a chase, goes out into the hall, starts messing with the radiator covers, gets a chase. So if any of you as kids are doing that and he's figured out a way to stop them, uh, be sure to message me and let me know. Um, through it all though, there is a, a bit of a, a bit of this love coming through as well. Um, Mother's Day just passed as well, which was pretty emotional to see the amount of videos, the amount of... Um, uh, TikToks and stuff like that that were pull up where people singing outside their mother's house and um, and that reconnection to like how much we actually bleed and love our mass you know what I mean um, trying to get a dinner off your ma um, even a hug off your ma in these times I've seen the toughest people posting stuff about not being able to hug their ma so uh, I'm glad that I'm not in the in the only boat of daily the daily hug off your ma you know a hug a day off your ma keeps the doctor away is what they say and at this time you want to hope it keeps the doctor away um, how are you getting on to um Good, yeah. Remember that thing we were talking about before we started, how we won't lead with the fact we're struggling to find guests. We'll lead with the fact that social distancing is the reason we don't have anyone in that is, Well, do you know what? We actually had a... But uh, you're honest, I like I that. actually had a good few requests for guests this week. People yeah. saying to me, do you want to go on the podcast this week or something like that? And I was like, I think it's just be- best off for the next little while to just... Um, we're, gonna, we're talking about doing a few online guests. Uh, yeah, well, the first time we're ever going to uh, t- uh, consider the Skype and things. So we stayed away from that because we feel the energy in the air, the energy in the room, just be, especially with the, the, the No Shame podcast, is uh, that's what it's about, you know. But um, yeah. we're definitely going to hear a few with this. But um, I just, I'm just glad to see that people are, um, some people are starting to, to take this really, really serious. It was a bit shocking to me. Um, I won't say I was ahead of the curve with this, but I kind of was in a way. Um, one of the coaches that trained here, um, Joey Breslin, loads he's alone, but Joey's a, he's a, he's a computer guy, you know what I mean? He builds computer games, he he, um, he does coding and all of this. It, it's it's that technical, though, you know, I don't even know how to explain it to you. <laughs> so it's there. But Joey pulled me straight away the other day. I think it was, was it probably Monday two weeks ago and said to me, listen, this is going to get serious. Um, he had been looking at the numbers in uh, Wuhan. He'd been looking at the numbers in Italy. And, and he, he was, he was when he was talking to me, it was just numbers. I was like, Joey, what are you saying? But he's like, Paddy, we have to do something. Really have to do something soon because this is going to be serious. Um, I woke up that morning and decided to close the club. Um, I trust Joey. Trust him with my life. And that's what I was saying to him. Joey, like, this is this is a smart... My, 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 my club, my livelihood, everything I do is in this building. But not only that, um, I only shared a video a few minutes ago, watching videos on my phone. The amount of people that uh, a club does belong to is absolutely, is incredible. You don't get to look, you don't get to stand and look at it like that um, until we, we are found with situations like this. There are a lot of the positives that I'm taking out of this that um, on a daily, the amount of people that we guide is uh, is incredible. Um, true martial arts and, and true wellness and, and well-being were a huge part of people's lives. Um, I know that obviously when we're going through it. 
But when you stand back and you look at it when the mats are empty and then you're looking at a video that was like the two, three Sundays before it, it was it was full to the brim. Uh, it's saddening, I have to say. It is kind of saddening. Um, a lot of the small businesses are going to suffer through this, um, for sure, for sure. I'm probably, I'm probably a little bit in a better situation. Um, I, I'm going to survive this. That's the way I feel with my, my, my business. Um, the support from, my, support from my members, support from um, people around me. And when I built this ship, I built this to be able to withstand a lot of storms. I remember when I was putting the gym together and putting the community together, that's what I was doing. I was thinking of um, not obviously a, a world pandemic that's coming in and um, that's approaching us, but the idea of of storms, um, storms coming all shapes and forms, um, fights coming all um, sizes and, and, and different forms as well. I and mean, you have to you have to approach the strategy and the tactics to each fight different. This one is stay inside your house. If you stay inside your house, the the longer you stay inside your house, the longer the the the, the, the quicker that we all come together and and do this social distancing and make sure that we 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 respect what we're being asked to do, the shorter that this that that, that this is gonna be. We're gonna go around in circles if we don't. If if we stay in the same situation where we we go out and people are are making their own calls on on on. What is infection? What what is in a distance to be able to infect somebody, and what is not? What action is be able to infect somebody, and what action is not? I think we're just gonna go around in circles. It's very important that we start taking some expert advice on this. Um, and when I say expert advice, um, the people that are passing this information on to 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 the leaders in country, to the governments, um, they are the true experts. The the people that are relaying the advice are not the experts in this situation. Um, the the World Health Organization, they're, they're the experts in this. Um, and other countries that have seen pandemics before. So I've seen, I've seen SARS, I've seen um, other other infections and diseases that have passed through and, and Ebola and has crossed havoc. Um, there's a great thing on Netflix. And then when I say great thing, I don't want to use that word because um, it wasn't, I don't think it was on Netflix before all of this was coming up, Robin. Um, and it's called Pandemic. Pandemic. And if you watch Pandemic, it's a little bit scary how close it is to to all of this. I don't, I, I, there, there, there's conspiracy theories, there's all sorts going around. Of course, when something like this comes down. You love a good I love a conspiracy theory. theory I do I have to say I think we all do but yeah. when you say conspiracy theory we've, we've said this before um, a conspiracy theory is if you look at it on Google means someone that's um, grouping together to cause massive oh yeah trouble in the, in the if, you, if, you, if you look up there it'll give you the exact noun of it definition. the definition yeah so, but we are ending up in a situation where there's so many different um, opinions and situations on what actually is going on. Um, in a world that's so hard before all of this was to even find the real truth. Um, I think you have to put conspiracy theories in um, to find the real truth because most of the truth is mixed with lawyers and it, and it's and it's shaking around and it's stuck in the washing machine and it's taken back out and it's mixed even more and and you really have to find, uh, struggle hard these days to be able to find the truth I think or the real um, expert information um, if you have an opinion you can google it and you can find the right answer to that opinion and uh, the wrong answer to that opinion so we we do end up in a situation where it's hard to find the truth and while this is going on 
that needs to be broken down a little bit because how we react is going to be the the most important part of this. As I said, um, closing my own club when Joey had came to me was probably the last thing that I wanted to do. But in the in the the aspect of public safety and and health and the 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 staff safety, it's important. It's it's the most important uh, kind of move we could have made. Now saying that, um, in Ireland. There hasn't been a lot put in for small businesses, so people have literally had to close their businesses and been given no support. Um, the support in the idea of relieving VAT and stuff like that, I understand, but you have small businesses that have massive bills over their head. They don't only have to look after their own family, they have to look after their, their staff as well, so that comes into the consideration, um, the, the bills of the gym, and then the idea of um, them having their businesses, so whether it's, a, whether it's a gym, whether it's a shop, whether it's a pub, um, I'm kind of... I'm kind of dumbfound to be like, where do we, where are we at when we come out the other side of this? Um, are we in recession? We probably, it probably came to Ireland at the worst time ever because um, the, the, the country had just kind of opened up the box on change and the idea of going down a new path and, and then all of this fear, unfortunately, has been pouring down the hill on, on top of the backs of, of what we had already accomplished. Um, Today, the government said that they they would be up to the the the, the caretaker Taoiseach said that they would be up to the idea of forming a government, um, but without Sinn Féin. Um, in Ireland, not to make this political, I don't want it is not a political situation, but I think all of the parties, everybody should come together for this situation because everybody has something to offer. But not only that, everybody represents a part of the country, a massive part of the electorate. Um, so for somebody to say that, um. The the Taoiseach to say that means that everybody that voted for for Sinn Fein is kind of excluded in the idea of how this ship is going to be drove through through this this, through this crisis and and we are in a crisis, um, so I think for anybody to use the word unity, and then use exclude in the same sentence or um, a word like exclude in the same sentences. Is a, it makes no sense. It doesn't, um, especially in a time like this as we're heading into the unknown. We Ireland has has never really dealt with anything like this, um, especially in my, definitely in my lifetime. Um, probably back until the famine, um, and the famine would have been a time where hunger was the cause of the situation because of the failure of the crops. When the real problem with the starvation was the the a lot of the crops being exported out of the country. Um, I think everybody knows that at that time. So while we're going through these things at the, at the time, it's very easy to to, to be to be to be not making your own decisions and to just be getting talked through this kind of like a like a bedtime story or something where we're all jumping into looking the news and, and we're all waiting to see what's happening and whatever we get told is definitely the truth and definitely the way it's going and and we just react with that which is it's it's easy it's easy for us to do that as well because because we are just humans we're just humans and I think a lot of the other countries that would have jumped in behind this as well we are actually in a benefit of situation unfortunately we are able to benefit from the, the misery that has gone on in, in Italy and, and in Iran and Wuhan and all these things we have a there's a there's a document there um able we've been able to learn from it is well, that what you absolutely mean? Yeah. well we just need to look at what has worked and what has not worked so China to me has um they've created or they've had the the last few days where they've had no cases um 
So something's working there, you know. Now I know that they have literally got a lockdown situation. I think um, the, the, the podcast comes out in a few days. By the time it is, it's probably going to be on lockdown. I really do think lockdown is what is meant to be put forward. But we need the knowledge as well. So yesterday I was um, out running. So what I've done is um, I've created a, an, an online program. So every single day, everybody's in the house now. So where we we've came here and we have shot. Different different classes, and we have set different tasks, different challenges, and staying creative in that way. And we've created a challenge on a Friday where I pick a spot in the mountains, or I pick a a trail spot that I know. And I know them mountains like the back of my hands. And and what we do is we go up to, to to that spot. One individually, so you go up with your family at a certain time and, and run it. You take a picture of the time you started and the picture of the time you finished, and it goes into a little competitive um, ranking system, you know, in different ages and stuff. And then we've we've, we've set up lots of stuff like that, but it's um, it's the initiative and the reaction that people are going to take to this that is is going to have the the effect. Whether we decide to social distance, whether you take that really extreme, whether you stay away from elder people, elderly people in your family, um, especially through Mother's Day, as I'd already mentioned, the reaction to this is is, is going to be what the 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 the, the, the outcome is going to mirror the outcome. In my opinion, I think. Um, Yesterday, as I said, I was out running. I was up around um, Military Road. If anybody knows it, it's up at the Healthware Club. But you go past it, and there's this run. But when I was on my way back down. That was that was that was probably about twenty kids walking up the road. And when I say I hate the views towards kids, so young adults, teens, um, coming up the road, and I couldn't believe it because there was there was a police car coming up this way, and there was there was loads of traffic. I'm in the middle of the mountains here, you know. So, um, I kind of do understand the government's idea of not locking the place down straight away because it brings everybody to a start a halt. And in Ireland, um, we need the uh, the snow to come now, not the sun. If the sun comes, it's going to be more of an instigate. It's like it's like the leaving series happening out there or something like that. And now the sun is starting to come out, so uh, we need the sun to stay in. Unfortunately, I think because it's going to draw people out. It's going to get people to go to beaches and get people to, to want to be outside their houses. If that we could coincide with this would be um, a snowstorm. Um, coming down the hill, about 20 teens walking up, uh, young adults walking up, and I'm driving down through and they're going around the side of my car as I said, the police were coming by the other side and it just all seemed very weird to me that like, for the last, obviously, like everybody, last two, three weeks, I've been stuck into how infection spreads, um, how, what not to touch. I've probably learned more from this in the last little short uh, time that we ever has. Have you, Robin? Yeah, I've been washing my hands wrong this whole time. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Tell me how. Who knew you needed water? Oh, <laughs> stop. Listen. No, but like you got to, you know, it's a, it's a science. Oh, well, listen, it, I have to say it was a little bit condescending to what they what they had said in the UK. Or, or the guy reading out the the, the the list of do's and do's nots in the UK um, literally comes to the part where he's talking about washing the hands and he like smiles a little bit and then he talks about like you should sing happy birthday or you should sing God save the queen while you're washing your hands. And he even laughs. I can imagine what the person was thinking that was writing that piece, that writing that, that, that piece of paper he was going to write out. He got to this part and he's like, Roy, what part do we put in now? And he's like, put in happy birthday. Oh, God save the queen, I dare you. And oh, I am putting that in. <laughs> Is that what happened? Because at a time like that, even the even that guy found it uh, funny, but 
This, this is it's not a funny situation. You get stuck on a. I've been getting stuck on a loop at the sink of washing my hands because you wash your hands, they're all clean, and then you touch the tap, and you got to wash them again, and you could be making a cup of tea at the same time. They're all clean. Yeah. You, t- you touch the kettle, so you got to wash them again. You gotta wash the- they're all clean. Then you take the tea bag out, put it in the bin, touch the bin. Gotta wash it again. I'd definitely, if you touch the bin, <laughs> stop. Shaming has been rubbing the toilet and all that. I'm like, <laughs> stop it, you're going to die. You're not going to make it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm like, mate, if there's a time not to be rubbing the toilet or licking the brickets, and do you know he has this fetish way? Trying to lick the end of shoes. Like, he picks up shoes and he licks them. Like, I'm like, like now he's probably going to be a mutant. He's probably evolving in a way of like, nah, this is how you, you, you don't catch anything after this. Hooligan 2.0. Hooligan uh, 2.0, yeah. Um, yeah, but he's a mad thing. But that, that guy talking about um, explain, uh, washing your hands, I, I was I thought they were messing Robin <laughs> I was like I thought that was a joke that's not the way uh, an announcement should be made especially with the songs chosen um, back to my story so it drives down about 10 of the uh, the, 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 the teens passed me car and I'm like I'm thinking to myself like what <laughs> no one listening to the news no one watching the news out there um, it comes down and there's two lads kind of coming up towards me like I'm saying something Alright And in my head there, there was this Tommy Tiernan thing I'll, I'll, I'll put it on now in a second But it was the, the Tommy Tiernan part Came to my head And I says to the lads I was like Lads I rolled down the window About this much <laughs> Yeah Not all the way Just in case <laughs> you know? um, And I said to the lads Lads what are you doing And they're like what and I was Like he's out like So there's loads of you Like he's not even Staying away from each other There's 20 of you Walking up a country road Here together Squashed by cars And traffic And I just I lost it a little bit for a second, right? And um, he turns around and says, Yeah, but it's grand, we're up here. Now, saying to him, I was thinking, like, man, it kind of shows that he doesn't really have the knowledge what to do. Now, it is hard to tell someone that age, so they say, Stay in your house and don't come out. You know what I mean? That's a hard thing to do. And not only that, if you say that, it's nearly like a challenge. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you can imagine trying to do this in the 90s uh, where kids didn't stay in house. Like, you had to bribe your ma for, like, five extra minutes on the road. You know what I mean? And, like, if you were running back out to get your jump bar, that was at the end put down as a goalpost, you'd do that as a bonus. Like, so, if it was that situation, so we do understand there's a lot of entertainment, there's a lot of technology in the house to be able to keep you entertained. If this was in the 90s, we are fucked. Yeah. yeah. The, the Tommy Tiernan thing is brilliant. Uh, have, you, have you got this up? Yeah. It reminded me of this, right? Because I was saying to the lads then when I went by them, right? And I was like, and they were like, he said, yeah, but like, we're up here. And I said, right, so if you touch him and he gets infected now, none of you show symptoms but then he goes home to his mum or his dad or his granny and then he passes that on and I heard, I heard a, a number saying that um, one person has the the ability to affect 10 people and one in 10 people die um, so um, well, I can't remember who said it but he's like some people go to bed that decide to go, for a, go to the pub and do all of these kind of things are in a situation where they're like they're kind of yeah, they're kind of taking people's lives in. It's, it's it's very possible that if you followed the rules up until now, you've probably saved at least one person's life. And that's how incredible is that alone? Massive, the idea. And it's it's. I said to these like these these lads, I was like, like the country's asking you to take a responsibility on now. Now the queen did take her on a little bit, but but I felt like an old man driving off. I have to say. And it was the end of this clip when I was thinking, I was like, I have to tell this story in the podcast tomorrow. At the end of this clip, when he's like, um, when we're watching the television, you'll see it. Throw it on there for a second. There and it's compelling, and it's just this televisual spectacle before it's a, it's a human yeah. heartbreak. It's, wow, what the fuck? 
And this is what it's like at the start, isn't it? And you've it? all these headlines coming on, these screaming Sky News headlines with the, with, with the black backdrop and the white letters, Jenny Mac, Horny Magoli, <laughs> or whatever the Irish is for jihad. Oh, my goodness. What do we all? The world is fucked. The world is fucked. Oh, what the fuck did they do that for? The world is fucked. Ah. So, during the ads, <laughs> I went out into the kitchen to make a cup of tea. <laughs> and I looked out the window. <coughs> and, and everything was grand. <laughs> there was rabbits and trees and, and, and children. And I was kind of confused. And I said, huh. So I knew that there, there was kind of a crisis. And I knew I had to make a decision. Which world was I going to live in? That, that's kind of where we're at now. Was I going to spend my life volunteering for sorrow? Watching news and getting all the bad stuff? Or was I going to live in my own little wrapped up world? Not know what was going on with the rest of the world? I decided to do neither. I decided to make a compromise. <laughs> what I did was I went in to the sitting room and I, and I, and I, I left the television on, but I switched it over to the Teletubbies. <laughs> right? And then I went out into the back garden, right? And I got all the children around me in a big huge circle. And I looked at them and I said, The world is done! <laughs> what are you investing for? Well, I was driving off, Robin. That's literally what I was like. I felt, I could picture myself in the car because like, I was like, I wasn't angry, upset, but I was like, like yeah. he's not getting a boys. You know what I mean? <laughs> And the way he turns around there and he says, you know what I mean? Yeah. What are you messing for? Man's on the ball because that that is what's happening to him. If if you're a man with a dad and you can't keep your teen in, you're gonna need to set some gym up out the back or do yeah. something because we need to get this one that wraps now. It's ridiculous the amount of uh, like people, the gangs getting together because the schools are closed and because it's not a holiday period, you know what I mean? So um we need to get some responsibility yeah. together. And if this was um, World War or something like that, they would be the people who would be going out to fight the wars. So uh, let's get it together, yeah? Stay in your gaffes, please. Yeah. I seen there was, there was uh, I seen the challenge you did during the week, they create don't contaminate, they keep you uppies. That's a thing with, um, with RT2FM, we think yeah, it is, yeah? Yeah, 2FM. Oh, really cool. Yeah, Kevin Caban and I bounce one back and all. He's soundy as well. Yeah, I've seen that. He, he did a little bit better than you, though, maybe. Oh, yeah, I think time. so. Yeah, he made a show me. That's what's cool. That's, and I have to say, see, when, the ball, like, when I picked the ball up, that was the first time I picked the ball up in a while, all right? Oh, yeah. And I just, that was full, one take. Bang the volleys, boom, nearly knocked Chelsea out with it. Perfect. These are the things you have yeah, to do. Yeah, you went for a shot at the end and it, it clipped the woodwork. Okay, you know you said, when the ball's gone, it's like... Millie! <laughs> um, there is something I watched during the week as well. They, so there is stuff happening while they, they, the, the COVID-19 is, is kicking off as well. So it is very hard to just get stuck in that thing. One thing I have to watch that we watched this weekend, and we're a mad Eminem fan, was Mike Tyson. Uh, it was a hot boxing, the podcast. It used, yeah. to, it, used to, it used to be called um, Bite the Mic or something. Um incredible podcast I have to say it was as close as I think I've ever probably got to meeting Eminem when I'm one but I used to have tapes as a kid about his life, his life and they tell Eminem's whole life story I don't know I listened to them going to the bed I was a big Eminem fan um, but meeting him it was, it was like meeting him 
you know, to sit there in a, in a, it was a bit weird at the start to sit there in a caravan. Why toys on one side with a, with a, with a big lad and M&M's on the other side with a big lad. I don't know, I don't know whether they, were like, they didn't trust each other at the start or so. But it was brilliant. It was great to be able to um, hear Eminem talking about his life and about how he views how he viewed Mike Tyson at that time. If you haven't checked this out, do yourself a favour and, uh, and check it out. It's, um, Who would you rather as a guest? Mike Tyson? I or, think or Eminem I think Eminem and he says it as well and he's like I'm not Eminem anymore I'm Marshall like you have to call me Marshall Shady and Eminem is gone like, don't say that <laughs> no but he's uh, what an incredible lifestyle and when he talks about it it's like um, he talks about uh, like his life but he's like he's playing 8 mile in a way you know like I used to go here walking and my friend used to be a little bit bogey proof he's talking about at the time and he, used, he used to go this way and but like I just stayed out and I just I just stayed with the music instead with the rap which was which is like you're listening to 8 mile you're like yeah we know this story yeah, because that is the story, you know. You're expecting him to say something else, but um, even Mike Tyson, the way um, the way he comes out and talks about like uh, he says something in the podcast, he's probably not gonna have to listen to the podcast after we do this. <laughs> uh, uh, a breakdown already of it in the podcast. He talks about um, that's not in me anymore because he says like like I, I I think if you went in there with anybody now, you would be able to do this. You'd be able to write Eminem says to Mike Tyson, and Mike Tyson says, Nah, I'm not that person anymore. It's not in me. You know, and I totally understand what he means. Um, yeah, it's that, that as a fighter, I think it's a, it, there's a killer instinct that you have to him. But um, training grows that as well, I think. So the one thing, obviously, with Eminem and with Mike Tyson, two icons, uh, you know, inspired millions of people. And if you do ever meet them, like you want to, you, you want to tell them how much they meant to you, but you do realize that like thousands tens of thousands of people have told them the same thing and they're not, it's there's not it's not going to resonate with them like you want it to or I just I'd like uh, how would you do that because you, you've been on the other side where you've inspired people and they've come up to you to tell them how much like how 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 do you when someone comes up to you and says that I think it's kind of like you don't believe them <laughs> not that yeah. you don't believe them but you're just like you can see it, but you can't. I don't know. You can't. You, it's not like deadly. That's what he said. Uh, cheers. Thanks very much. Uh, sorry. <laughs> but but no, like that's a, that's kind of what it's like. But imagine you went up to Eminem and he had that same reaction to how you felt. That would blow you away. Like in a way of like someone that was um, was able to inspire you, and in in fact turns back around where you, you inspired them. You know what I mean? It would be a mad thing. Now Eminem obviously is a big show, but like uh, like. When I met Tommy, Tommy Ternan, yeah, my I wanted my my kind of um, the thing and taking over in my head was like, did he see what I was doing? Like, did he sometimes sit there or like see what we were doing and the idea and be like, he's alright, I mean, and I was trying to say, were you watching me? Well, I was watching you, Tommy. I mean, no, yeah, he he probably <laughs> he probably thought I was like in the letterbox, like <laughs> he thought I was a weirdo one, but um, yeah, I think that. I, I think that was a you'll always have them little things in the back of your head but that one to me was an incredible thing you mentioned the word that you did though um, inspired so um, the amount of people that have found themselves on the front line of what we're going through here who never expected themselves to be on the front line um, all obviously the nurses the doctors the health workers um, my cousin works on uh, she's she's reception staff in a hospital 
Um, and I was asking her yesterday, like, have you got masks and gloves and stuff? And she was like, uh, no. I was like, right, are you working from home? She's like, uh, no. So uh, I think we really need to make sure that we have that on form because there's pictures you can see. And I don't know whether it was the, was the Spanish flu. There was a flu, the Spanish flu. Um, I think it actually, it didn't even yeah. originate. I don't know if it originated in Spain. Um, or, uh, the Spanish flu. Yeah, yeah. And the Spanish flu went on to be uh, to, 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 to kill hundreds and thousands of people, I think. Was it hundreds of thousands? Check the number for me. The Spanish flu went on to kill a lot of people. And in uh, 1918, when it did when it did come about the pandemic of uh, of the Spanish flu, there was no airplanes. Which, how crazy is it that stuff was still spreading as fast as it was without airplanes? Yeah. Um. The other day, somebody had posted up um a foretelling map of the of the United States of what's going to happen. So seventy five percent of it is going to be infected, and then when you swiped to the right, it literally had all of the planes that were actively in the air at this time. So I had the, the yeah. live flight register, which is crazy. The whole country was just covered in planes over it. So when we're talking about something like the Spanish flu and something like... Um, yeah, that's a very good point. A pandemic at that time, and we didn't even have airplanes. Um, this is probably one of the first times in our, in our life where we're realising how bad these things are because we have social media, uh, like the, the, uh, the, the general election that just went by. That was one of the first general elections where um, social media was probably a bigger tool than even knocking on the doors or leaflets or yeah. canvassing and all this kind of stuff. And, and we seen how that went, didn't we? It went left and right and dragged in every different direction. But uh, uh, the power of social media in something like uh, the, this this coronavirus is going gonna, is gonna to affect it the way in good and bad. Um, the good part of it, which, which I've seen so far, is is the nurses and doctors and the people on the front line um, have stepped up the amount of people that have decided to come back to Ireland um, and, and, and doctors and um, nurses and people that have uh, came over retirement to, to help the cause. I've said this on this podcast before, when Ireland is in need and in trouble, it's, uh, it's sons and daughters will stand up and help it whether it's an expats, whether it's people across the world. I, I've said this and people have, oh, that's never going to happen. Sure then. Um, I've seen these people, they raise their heads again. So people that are trying to help themselves and trying to help others in this situation, uh, we don't know what this is like. So if you turn on your news and you take the advice straight away off the news um, and that's what you go and do, you need to, you need, everyone's situation is going to be different. So there's no way that can be tailored for one person. So the situation that we are in regarding this country, regarding housing, regarding homelessness, um, we're about to hit the steel. We're about to hit the bar. I said last week, there's there's no uh, there's no cushion for the impact. Um, so the only heroes, the only people that I will be praising over this next little while are are the people on the front line. The people that didn't get the support when they needed the support. We've had nurses on this podcast during the campaign to get the nurses uh, not more money, to restore their money. Yeah. Um, so... I know it's not, not a part of it, but I would like the government to step up when I turn on the news one of these days and they say, do you know what? We yeah. were wrong. That pay restoration, that is going to happen now for the nurses. Particularly when Tesco have given their staff a 10% increase this week for, for their efforts. And they didn't increase their own wages. Um, 
it would have been admirable to me if they had have stepped up and decreased their own wages. So the, uh, in that speech, um, the, the the caretaker uh, Taoiseach should have said, Do you know what? And everyone else, uh, anyone that stands here as ministers and as um, uh, substitute government that's in now, we're all going to take uh, a cut straight away. Half of our wages is cut. Um, because the equivalent of, uh, if you ask, if somebody loses their job through this and they take 203 euro, that's what you're asking them to do. Um you're not doing the uh, the economic report on can they actually survive on that or actually is it is it credible, because it's not credible. Um, some people could survive on that. Some people would end up better off. Um, if they if they were getting two or three a week, because I know some people that work and they don't even make up to two hundred quid, but they they don't want to go on the uh, social welfare, they don't want to go on the benefits. But we need to do to take the blueprint what a lot of other countries are doing. Um, eighty percent of the wages is being covered uh, in the UK. Now saying that, the UK were, were not great off the, off the, off the bat as well. And, and when you come to your conspiracy theorists, I've heard people saying, and uh, the reason why they weren't fast off the bat is because they were making sure everyone was selling their stocks before <laughs> the economy dropped. Um, I don't know how true that is. It's not my opinion. It's not my view on it, but I'm just telling you the things that comes true. That's what I've, I've heard and I've seen and, and I'm, I'm wondering why Ireland is ahead which is great, it's brilliant, we are actually ahead, the numbers are actually um, dropping from day to day, aren't they? And they haven't been jumping too high either. I wonder is that the fact that we're an island as well, we're, we're quite fortunate in that sense that um, the worst hit areas seem to be mainland. Well, we haven't took an island approach to it either, uh, Robin. That's true. Um, when we did close, they went like, for someone like me to have to close their business, now I wasn't told or given a letter or asked by the government to close it, I knew what was coming and it's like, right, this is public health and safety, close it. At loss, at whatever, whatever which way it works, but to, to look the next day and see people in the pubs and stuff is a little bit heartbreaking because um, you have people making the initiative to be able to, to protect this, to protect the country yeah. and try and save the nation from what's coming down the hill or... or um, reduce what's coming down the hill if you yeah. must and just on that um, you see how quickly it escalates as well a week ago in Italy 20,000 cases 1,000 deaths and currently it's many 52,000 cases 5,000 deaths so it's gone up by nearly 4,000 in in a week which is quite alarming and the main reason for this is because they don't have the the facilities to treat the people who are curable. That that that's that's not the uh, the the I think the 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 actual infection in this is not the the killer, the, not the killer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the strain that it puts on people's um, hospitals and healthcare. And let's be out straight. Listen, I'm not telling any tales here. I'm not speaking out of school. But the Irish healthcare system is not great. We've got people on trolleys before of this. We've got a hole in the ground with billions going into it. That at the moment. Uh oh, probably a bad idea to be doing because we've stripped it back so much. They've kept stripping it back, stripping it back, stripping it back, stripping it back, and didn't leave any cushion for impact uh, for the situation where something like this could happen. You know, and and now we're in the midst of it. So I do wish everybody the best, and um, I'm not taking away what they what the government have done for it. They um, they've done they they've done a great job so far. You know, um, if there are things they could change, obviously that's just the way it is. Um, I'm a coach and a fighter, so we would definitely. There's always things you can change and improve it. 
Um, I really do think though regarding um, businesses and, and employment and uh, renting cases and stuff, there's a lot of anxiety flowing through the year at the moment and it's very easy for us all to get lost. But um, what I want to say to you is that we're all in this together. Um, we we are really all in this together yeah. because I'm in a similar situation that lots of businesses are around. Um, I've given some advice to other businesses around. Um, I've took some advice from them. To me, they are in it all together. Um, the worst thing to see is is that you go on social media now and you have somebody, I don't know, throwing kicks and boots into people um, that are in situations where they don't want to be in that situation and that it's... I, won't, I, won't, I hate the, the, the Caroline Flex situation, but it's we're only a few weeks over that. Is that all gone now, is it? Yeah. It's okay now, is it, to just abuse point. people and, and do whatever you want to do online, especially in something to do with this. So um, we're all in different situations. We're all in separate, uh, specific situations. So don't be, uh, don't be a dick over the next little while. Um, probably rolling a little bit of your anger. I understand we're all stuck in our houses and stuff like that, but some of the stuff we see on social media at this time is not what's needed. You know, we need we need to get on this and, and, uh, and, and community and real unity. So the the actual word of unity is us all coming together as as, as unity. Except no, you can't use the word unity when you use except in the same sentence. So um even though it's a mad one, we're all in it together. I really do believe that at the end of this, people are going to realise a lot more about themselves, a lot more about their families, about their habits, uh, about what they're grateful for and what, they're, what they, they take advantage of. Because it's, um, it's one of these situations where it's like a loss in a fight. If this, was a, if this was a fight or a competition, it's like a loss. You don't reflect on the wins. Sometimes you're just going too fast to reflect on them. Um, there's things that we haven't heard being spoke about in the last little while. Uh, it doesn't mean that they're gone. They are still very much the problem. I didn't think Ireland could get to a situation where a bigger problem came above and trumped some of the problems that we have um, regarding the home, uh, housing and homelessness. Um, they're all still there. They don't disappear. The only person I've kind of really seen um, is... Anthony Flynn and, and Christy Bork and, and, and Anthony and, and, and the other guys that we, we've normally mentioned on this uh, podcast and had them on the podcast. Don't worry, I've washed my hands. I've seen someone texting someone the other day saying, you touched your face four times during that. How could you literally be helping the cause? We don't need them people. Listen, don't be that person. Please don't be that person. So he said, if, if somebody was here doing a podcast to try and make this we're not be- we don't benefit from this, by the way. <laughs> I shouldn't put that in again. Um, to try and make a little bit more of a view of I feel like I'm a, an ordinary Joe, a guy that's going through some of this stuff. So I think it would be nice to be able to hear some of that from somebody that's going through it. Um, don't jump onto a podcast like that where somebody's trying to do good uh, and then just be, be negative. We know you're sitting in your house. We know you're pissed off, but... <laughs> we're not the target <laughs> isn't it right yeah but it's very easy and Can that's what's going to happen over the next little while let's get together let's let's see the the, the beauty that actually is coming out of this because I've seen some fascinating stuff some really amazing um byproducts of this um, obviously the, 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 the singing in Italy and stuff like that is incredible but there's some beautiful things out there now um, when I look out the window and I see 
I see mothers and fathers um, out walking with their kids, playing football, out walking their dogs, um, obviously keeping social distancing. Um, in the mountains, so many people in the mountains getting out now and, and walking around. Now, we don't know, I'm not encouraging that, but all I'm saying is that people have really stepped back and appreciated what was going on. Um, maybe we are one of the biggest infections on this earth. Um Maybe Mother Earth decided that she wants she wants it back, or we've all been we all needed a good boot in the arse, and and now the history where we are at a time where the the ten years remember so in ten years we'll never be able to go back from this we'll never be able to rechange it, um, that that's very coincidence that this all happened at the same time. Um, and then in Venice now you see fish coming into the rivers um, that weren't in the rivers before dolphins coming back um, I would love to see the, the, the measurement on pollution and um, carbon in the year that we, we've passed taxes for to charge the ordinary workers the ordinary Joes um, when the big factories stop working that's what I would like to see because we've seen things like um, the pollution over China um, separating um, I've heard some some amazing stuff uh, from all sorts, all religions. Uh, while I'm just even uh, flicking through, I've seen quotes that have come from from the Bible, quotes from the Quran, um, all different sayings that are like, wow, that is a bit freaky. <laughs> um, th- what was said before it was coming up, um, I think it was Allah says something about um, what fifty uh, percent of your religion is washing or cleansiness washing your hands which some of this stuff is crazy when it pops up yeah um, even all the plagues and all the different all the different religions yeah well, religions yeah. and stuff but plague comes and, and the idea of like it, it, it taking people from your life and it's it's just lining up I'm not mad religious but no uh, when some starts getting creepy I get creeped out yeah take a look <laughs> I'll have a look um, on the subject of having a look at things what have you been watching one of the most amazing, um, or as I'm like, what have we been doing over this? Yeah, like, so what, you mean Netflix, any good movies? Um, I'll always, The Siege of Jabberville, if you've never seen it, watch it, it's a cracker, yeah, it's deadly. Um, the, what I've been doing is, I literally got me, me barbecue out, I got a good heek of me, like, <laughs> I've been waking up, I've been playing with my son, I've been having a nice coffee, I've been going running, and then coming back, Barbecuing, um, floating, doing a bit of sauna, little roll around, maybe she lift some weights. Sounds nice, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like, hold on, that's a nice life. It is. And the next to last while has been a little bit of a time to kind of rest. And I think everyone should take that instead of freaking out. The worst thing you can do is panic. Um, a good, good, good friend of the show, uh, Neil, you know what I mean? Uh, Wim Hof's mate. And he says, it, just breathe. Anytime you're panicking, just breathe. Now, we do understand that there's there's, there's, there's single-parent households out there at the moment. There's people who have no savings, people who've just lost their job, people that are not going to be able to pay their mortgage. This means, this my advice to you is just breathe and, 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 and don't be worrying about them things because we're all in the same place at the moment. We really are all in the same situation. Um, I would love to see the, the, the caretaker government step up and make some changes to the stuff that they have said. Um the economy is gonna 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 suffer. Get over it. Tough. That's the way it has to be in this situation. Um, are we like one of the fifth fastest uh, growing economies in the world? Uh, not anymore. That's right, it's not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. It's not funny. No, but it's, it's not. But 
take yeah, we, we were, if I yeah, can yeah, take a yeah, blow, absolutely. it should be the the, the economy. Um, yeah. Our banks, we bailed them out. We stepped up. They've been making profit the last little while. We've seen this. So um, maybe it's time that they step up and, and bail out the, the workers. The, the ordinary people of this country and the history of this country have always took it on the chin. If we go back to the famine, it was the ordinary people who, who lost their homes, ordinary people who starved to death. Um, so it's time for, for, for a government to step up and start making some decisions that are actually going to be able to help people um, we don't need a plaster we need a change for the next little while to figure out how this is going to go but not only that we need to prepare for how it's going to bounce back because there's a lot of people in this that have built up small businesses over 10 years and, and put a lot of work into it um, and they are the backbone the idea is to be able to if you can keep the wages going we can keep people supported we can keep people able to pay their mortgages um, 80% I think people would be able to take an 80 um in a 20% cut in what they're normally able to do and still get by, staying in the house and doing what they had to do. But when we bounce back from this, we bounce back better. All of the bounce back better. All the companies bounce back better. Everyone gets their jobs. Everyone is actually glad to get out of bleeding the house on a Monday and do some work. Um, I'll leave you on this, all right? There's an amazing thing happening in Spain at the moment. At 8 p.m., everybody in the country, in solidarity, in unity, true unity, goes out and they applaud the emergency workers, the people on the front line. So they take a little bit of time and they go and, and they go and clap there, the emergency workers. How amazing does that have to be? As I said, people have found themselves in this crisis on the front line that would have never thought that they would ever be on the front line. Um, my utmost respect goes to you. Um, if we can do anything through this, to support you to be able to help you. And when I mean frontline staff, I mean I mean the truckers, I mean the people delivering to the hospitals, I mean everybody, everybody, nobody getting left out, not just the nurses and the doctors out there, which obviously they are the ones on the right up there, face to face, um, fighting this, but um, the support units need to be, be given the respect as well, and, 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 and us and no shame, and, and anybody that I know, and, and, and from, from my gym community to my family, we salute you. Everybody, look after each other. Take this social distance really, really serious. Um, get what you need out there, but only get enough. Yeah, there's other people out there that need to get stuff. There's, there's people older than you that can't move as fast as you. And, and if you are going out and you're a youth and stuff like that, go out and try and do some good in your community. Um, obviously, stay inside the boundaries. Cover your hands, cover your face. Um, disinfect wherever you've been. Sanitize, uh, or sanitize the, 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 the handles in your doors. Um, and try and look for the best information possible. Don't go out there and try and find it all and, and relay it all. Um, I'm guilty of that as well sometimes, but um, lately what I've been doing is making sure that I really find out the, the, the core of the information and where it's coming from, and then I make my judgment on that and trust it. So, um, COVID-19 episode there, um, Hooligan Report. Look after yourself. <laughs>